Welcome to the Business of Design podcast. I'm Cheryl Horn, Director of Operations for Business of Design. A lot has changed at Business of Design since this episode originally aired. For the latest information and rates on events and membership at Business of Design, head to businessofdesign.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to Business of Design, episode 185. The sun is shining. Summer's never going to end. I know it isn't true, but I like to think it. Uh, right now in Australia, though, they're thinking like summer's about to arrive. That's kind of awesome. Maybe we should all like just go there for a while, which would be kind of awesome. Today's episode is very special because the wonderful interior design professional who agreed to be on the podcast is from Belgium. And I remember she was the very first business of design online member to come from Europe. And we couldn't believe it. We were just completely gobsmacked. Do you mean people in Europe have the same problems we have? You know, it's amazing how I can draw lines around myself and think I'm so special and so unique. And I just keep learning over and over again. I'm so not special. I'm not unique in any way. The feelings I have are consistent around the world with interior design professionals. For those of you who are a Business of Design member and you were on a coaching call recently, we had a member from Nigeria and it was really fun. Her name is Claire and I was able to ask her a bunch of questions about what's it like in Nigeria and how does it work there? And, you know, it's just no matter where you live, if you're a creative professional, you've got some struggles because the work we do is really, really hard. It makes it so much better to do it together. So you will meet Isabel Gomez. She's a Spanish-speaking native who lives in Brussels and has so many things going well right now. But one of the things you're going to hear right off the top is she's telling us all, hang in there. COVID is not going to last forever. And she went from having three staff members to having seven because things got so busy. Clients are beginning to phone with those renovation projects, kitchens and baths. I'm feeling it in my office. I think a lot of people are feeling it as well. Now listen though, no compare and despair. If you're not feeling it yet, if it's not happening where you live yet, hold on, it's coming. Every state country, province, region is experiencing something slightly different in terms of recovery or not recovery. But across the board, our clients, all of our clients all over the world are sitting at home and saying, man, I wish I had renovated the bathroom when I had a chance. Or wouldn't it be great to finally have a kitchen we really could love? Or I think this family room is so hideously ugly. Why haven't we redecorated it, right? Don't even get me started on outdoor projects. Every client I know is saying, can we finally build a pool house? How about some landscaping? So if it's not happening for you yet, it's going to happen, which is really good news. The other overarching message Isabel is going to share with us all has to do with the value we provide to our clients, that what we do matters to people. It matters to how they experience their homes or their spaces. It matters in how they interact with each other how the home functions or how the office space functions. And that, yes, we do make things look beautiful, but that's not most important. Most importantly, we provide clients with an experience they will live in for years to come. How can you put a price on that? Oh, and Isabel's really clear on that too. She does not negotiate her price. She understands her value now and she's able to firmly say, this is what I do and this is who I will work for. 
And this is where I'm going to draw the line and say, you know what? I think I may not be the right designer for you. And as always, I have to say, if you're sitting there right now and you're thinking, oh man, I wish I was so busy I could turn down work, then get busy right now. Satisfy the current client you have or the next client you have. I hope I'm not repeating myself, but I had a coaching call the other day with someone who was so wonderful. And he said his previous coach used to teach that that your first job as an interior design professional is to get your next job and your second job is to get published. And then your third job is to make the client happy. I couldn't disagree more. I honestly believe if you'll make this client happy, the other two things will happen for you. But if you don't make this client happy, then yeah, you better be really good at always getting new customers because you will not have the repeat and referral business that will carry you through year after year. Isabel says, everything, absolutely everything we do has to be intentional and related to our ideal client. The car you drive, your office, your business cards, your social media language, everything needs special attention so it meets the needs of that ideal client. She says, it's important when you first meet your client to listen and observe Clients always tell us what they want, but we learn so much by just interacting with them in their own spaces, right? Sometimes what they ask us to do for them is not really what they need most. So we have to diagnose what's happening first. Otherwise, we run the risk of solving the wrong problem. Isabel Gomez is an interior designer from Brussels, Belgium. She's a Spanish-speaking native with a warm heart and a cool head. She's great at business. She says she never takes no for an answer. She loves life and she's a feminist who is raising two wonderful boys. She's really passionate about design. You're going to hear that. And so is her international team. Isabel says she doesn't believe in luck. Instead, she believes we are the result of the actions we take and we don't take. Thank you for that reminder, Isabel. Yes. You can find Isabel on Facebook, Isabel Gomez Interiors, or Isabel underscore Gomez underscore Interiors on Instagram. If you missed that, it's in the show notes at businessofdesign.com. And now let's hear from the boss, Director of Operations at Business of Design, and she is crazy busy these days as we prepare for our new website experience. Can't wait to share all the details. Hey, Cheryl, what are we up to at Business of Design? Right now, we are just trying to enjoy the end of summer, but coming up in September, we do have a couple of webinars coming up for our members. On September 9th, we're going to have group coaching. Registration is open and make sure you submit your questions in advance or join us live. And then the following week on Wednesday, September 16th, we are wrapping up Business of Design's five-phase recovery program. Again, that's on the Wednesday at 1 p.m. EST. Hopefully you can join us for that. If you've missed out on any of the previous webinars that are part of the recovery program, the recordings are available on the site and we are going to leave them up until the end of the year. So make sure you can catch up on those. 
And then we do have a lot coming up throughout the fall at Business of Design. So make sure uh, that you watch your inbox for those changes. If you are not already receiving our newsletter, all you have to do is register for a free account on businessofdesign.com. You're going to gain access to an introductory course that'll walk you through Business of Design's 15-step project management strategy, the foundation of Business of Design. But you're also going to receive our newsletter and stay up to date on everything that's coming. And trust me, there's a few... uh, key dates that you're not going to want to miss out on. So if you're not already registered, make sure you head over to businessofdesign.com. And of course, we'll be making announcements on our Facebook page and Instagram. So, you know, you can follow us there as well. But um, we've been working towards this for a while. So we're pretty excited about it. So we don't want anyone to miss out on everything that's coming up. But uh, in the meantime, hopefully we'll see everyone at one of our uh, September webinars. And hey, take care. Thanks so much, Cheryl. And now back to the show. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the coaching community for independent designers like you. We know it takes more than hard work and talent to successfully run a professional design firm. There are proven business strategies that can solve your immediate challenges and transform your life. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to more than 100 video courses, participate in monthly coaching calls, and find unlimited support within our exclusive members-only Facebook group. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. For independent interior designers, decorators, architects, stagers, and landscapers just like you. Monthly membership is only $79. What are you waiting for? We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Isabel, hola, como estas? Hola, Kimberly, muy bien, muy, muy contenta de estar aquí contigo. I'm so happy to hear that. Tell everybody where you live and what's <laughs> happening in your business right now. Uh-huh, so I'm Spanish, but I live in Brussels since uh, 20 years now. And, uh, well, as you guys, uh, we had COVID uh, and lockdown until the, the 15th of May. So it was quite calm during the lockdown, but after the lockdown, is it has been crazy, 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 crazy. A lot of people, after being in their homes uh, for this time, realized that they really have to work on, uh, they want to renovate the kitchen, the bathrooms, everything. We are, we were three people before, and now we are seven just to let you know how much, uh, yeah, it's really incredible. That is incredible. I think you guys are a little ahead of us. I'm sure. States and Canada. That's why I would like to tell you, hold on, hold on. It's coming also for you, I'm sure. Uh, amazing. Well, it's interesting, your your application to be on the podcast, it, it is kind of COVID-related, but really it's just great information no matter what is happening. And I was just struck by how positive you are and your approach to mm-hmm. everything. Why, why is it that mm-hmm. you're able to have this positive approach to your business and life, Isabel? <laughs> well, I guess I, I have always been a happy person and I only want to be, to be happy all the time with what I do, with what I see, with what I work. So actually I was working for 15 years as an, an, an employee in uh, an airline and uh, when I was fired, I have decided that uh, I wouldn't spend one day of my life doing something that I don't like. So I started doing a lot of things until I found interior design. 
And then I, I, I am so passionate about what I do that for me, it's like I don't work. Actually, it's uh, all day long. It's like this. I, I, I don't stop. I go home and then I eat and then I keep working, working, working. Um, and then, yeah, I am so grateful that life is uh, so generous with me. You, you are part of it also, Kimberly, because I have to say that at the beginning I was a bit struggling um, concerning the, the time. Well, you know, we are all uh, people pleasers, so to <laughs> say no and things like this. And then one day I found you <laughs> and my life changed completely, really. I have to say thank you because you do so much for this business, actually. Oh my I don't God. know if you realize how much. Of course, that's, that benefits the industry, that benefits my employees, the, the way I work, the way I feel about what I do, my clients as well. So really amazing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And I remember that you were the first person from Europe who signed up for membership. And it had uh-huh. never occurred to us that anybody from any further away than US and Canada would ever sign up. So we saw the membership <laughs> come in and we said, Brussels? What? Yeah. So then I had to, I had to rethink how I feel about my isolation. You know, that not only am I not the only one who feels the way I do in Toronto or in Los Angeles, we are all over the world, us creatives and kind of having a civil, a similar experience. Exactly. One of the things I loved about your application is you said you've actually realized that what we do in people's lives has a really big impact. Tell me what you mean by that. What is it that we do for clients? But it's like, uh, you know, you go to people first, contact you, and they say, you know what, I would like some ideas to do my kitchen or to do my living room or whatever. I just moved and I don't feel really at home. Can you come? Then when we arrive there, when I arrive there for the first consultation, I see so many things. I see what they say. I see what they don't say. And then I spot all the problems and all the things that could really, really, really change the way they leave the house, the way they, they interact with their family and things like this. So I start inviting them because what we do really is to invite people to first to leave their space, to enjoy uh, their space. And then I have also (laughs) give myself this mission of uh, educating the clients about quality, you know, about quality, about, uh, I I say all the time, quality takes time. Uh, So when we finish with the clients, most of the times I see how they have changed in the way they communicate, in the way they, they are with, even with us and with themselves. And we have so many, I see it, but on top of that, people call, tell me and they write to us mails or whatever. And, and they say, well, I didn't even know uh, the impact that you are going to have in my life. Because when we conceive something is it's a lot more than doing something nice. You say that very often. We, jo- we don't do only nice things. We do, uh, we really create experiences all the time. My ideal client, Kimberly, is like yours. <laughs> People who are very busy. I enjoy so much because I'm so curious about bringing new materials, bringing new appliances, being, bringing new things that will make the, the, their life easier. So it's really an education process, huh? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I find sometimes we do clients a disservice by just giving them what they Mm -hmm. ask for. Sometimes our job Mm -hmm. 
exactly. is to dig a little bit deeper and tell them the things they don't even know they're missing. Exactly, exactly. You know that we, we laugh so much at the office huh? because uh, while we go to the client, we listen to them and then we come back here and when we start working on the project, we say, they say, that, what, we don't care, it's our project. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of joke, of course, huh? but we always joke between us, say what, but it's our project. <laughs> so I, I, it's like we really know more than them almost what they are going to like. We like to surprise people, and most of the times they are so amazed. Huh? And okay. I remember you, 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 you have said once, uh, people say, for example, for the budget, huh? so I have 25000 and you say, well, no way, never, never. Uh, you will be able to do an amazing project for that money. And then at the beginning of my career, I was like doing everything I could to meet that budget. And then I realized that I was so frustrated because nice things cost money. I'm sorry, it's like this. Yes. And uh, so with the, with the time, uh, we start proposing what it looks amazing in that project for you, for your age, for, for the things you like, for et cetera, et cetera. And then we realized that people were going completely out of budget, but really like, oh, oh yeah, I like it. Let's go for it. So it was like I was discovering uh, all this by myself also. I, 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 I always say words don't teach, experience does. Huh? Yeah, words don't matter as much, right? Action does. We have to implement what we learn, but it can be scary. Do you think it takes courage? Did it take courage for you to step out of that old paradigm of the client gives me a budget of $25,000 and then my job is to run around town and try to find all the things they want Mm -hmm. and have all of those things Mm -hmm. magically add up to $25,000. Did you find it took courage to stop doing that and start telling them what they needed to spend? And you know, yeah. And still, you know, each time we do a presentation, I am super nervous because I know that we are completely out of what they ask. And even if I say that most of the times, I would say 95% of the time, they are really like say, wow, that this was above expectations and things like this. I'm still nervous because I know that I am completely out of what they have asked. Yeah. But I, st- I will keep doing that because the experience I live and when I see the emotion in the people's eyes, it's like, they didn't expect that at all, uh, that was uh, the courage that I need. So I will keep doing it. <laughs> well, and it's, it's actually a better service to the clients, right? We're doing a project in the country right now, and our work is almost done, but they've begun the landscaping portion. So I had a meeting the other day with a landscape architect, and I had to phone the clients afterwards and say, you know, I know this is not on the front burner right now. I know this is phase three. But once the landscaping is done, it's going to be so much harder for us to renovate the entranceway and create the new entrance you want. We're going to have to work around the beautiful new landscaping. Plus, the second the landscaping is done, you will hate what your entrance looks like. So I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't just mention the fact that you might want to push this closer to now rather than later, you know, and yay, I've got a new job, which is wonderful. Exactly. Uh, then, you know, I say to the clients, once we are there, you have already spent the money for us to be here. So let us tell you everything we see. And then 
you know, at, at the beginning, I, I try also to, to, to make everything possible. Now it's more like I say, well, you know what? This is going, what is really, really amazing. If you don't want to do everything at once, do a part, but do it well. And then in a few months, you can do an, another part or in one year or whatever. But at least, you know, and you know what happens is that most of the time they finish doing everything. Yeah, they do. Because they are so in love with the project. Exactly. I know you feel really strongly about not discounting services and being clear on your planning. Talk to me about that philosophy. Actually, I have to say the more I am sure about what I offer, the more I, 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 I know my value, the more people respect me. That is obvious. But it's, it's really amazing. Again, like I told you, it's not that I feel like that because it's just I experienced that. When I started uh, doing this uh, job, I was like uh, offering almost my services, you know, just to be nice and just to have a lot of jobs. Like you say, I want all of them. And then, uh, well, with the time, I, 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 well, I was so frustrated because at the end of the day, it's impossible to be... Uh, to, to, to earn money if you don't really do the, the right things and you don't have the right prices. And then I realized that really, it's, again, people don't, don't, don't care about free things. People don't care about discount things. It's like something that happens in our mind. You go to a shop and you see a discount dress. I'm sure you have another, it's completely different in your mind that if you have, if you have this very exclusive dress, Mm-hmm. It happens to everybody. For our services is exactly the same. And uh, I have to tell you that also to say no, because people ask me, is your, uh, is your price negotiable? Or uh, do you think we can discuss about a discount? And I have no problem at all to say no, because our price is not because I, w- I, I went up one day and I decided to give you this price. My price is because I have make the calculation to give you the service I give you for this price. Less than that, I don't earn my life. Yes. Yes. Also, you know, you talk about protecting your value and protecting your expertise by charging a certain amount of money. That allows you to have the staff that you have and to do more projects Mm -hmm. and better Mm -hmm. projects and keep those Mm -hmm. wonderful people employed at Mm -hmm. the same time. Of course, of course. And also to give them a decent job. It's not like, you know, you know, I, I have to pay you little money because I am a poor designer. And uh, for example, my office, I'm able to be in the beautiful office I am because I charge what I need to charge. And everybody benefits from that. My clients, because again, our place inspires us also, you see. So it's like a non-ending uh, effect of everything. Yeah, I would agree. Living in Europe, I assume, and maybe this is not an accurate assumption, but I assume that you're traveling more. You have more places of varied culture, style, influences. Do your projects reflect that more eclectic atmosphere? Actually, my projects and my clients are exactly like me. Uh, eclectic. I'm Spanish. I have lived in the States. I have lived uh, in some other places. I am very curious. I travel a lot. 
my staff is exactly the same. I have a Russian girl, I have an Argentinian girl, I have a guy from Algeria, I have a girl from Belgium. So, you know, all this mix of experiences, we go to all the trade fairs that we we can. Huh? It can be in Spain, it can be in France, it can be in Germany, it can be in Denmark. So this is always like an endless uh, source of inspiration every day. And we are learning so much from each other and from our cultures, you know, which are so different. And uh, this is so interesting. I bet that that really makes for interesting projects. I would say that traveling is one of mm-hmm. the most important places I get inspiration for projects. So it's very mm-hmm. strange to be in a non-traveling mode at the moment. I can't remember mm. time in my adult <laughs> life where I traveled this little. Oh, do you have to cancel any trip? Because of COVID? Yes. Oh, horrible. I was oh. supposed to be in March. We were scheduled to be in Bali and New Zealand and Australia. So mm. Australia was for work, but Bali and New Zealand mm. for fun. And then in September, we were taking my mm. mother-in-law back to Hungary. She's, she hasn't been back since she was a child. So we had this big family reunion planned oh. in Hungary. So that got canceled. Oh, so sad. How about you? Ay, ay, ay. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, I have a couple of things uh, planned that I have to put uh, aside. But, well, it's like this. Huh? Again, I'm so busy that <laughs> I, right. don't, I don't really. And like I tell you, it's like I'm traveling every day with what we do huh? and people <laughs> who work with. So... <laughs> it's yeah. like this for the moment. Well, and we're so lucky just to be employed. We're so, so lucky. So often with economic downturns, or let's call it turbulence right now, because who knows what's going to happen. It's a roller coaster ride. So often our services are ignored when that happens, or at least postponed. And in this case, the absence of our services is being keenly felt. In other words, you're sitting at home. You're like, why didn't we renovate the bathroom last year when we had the chance, right? So hopefully that's going to translate into ringing phones for everyone. I agree. I fully agree. You have so many people. Well, this time we are on the right side, really. I And I, you know, again, I, I try by... When, when I saw what everything is going on, you know, we, we have already, I have been working last year a lot on our values, you know, and this is like the ideal client. Once you have to make a decision of buying a piece of furniture, well, you take a look to your client, the ideal client, you take a look to our, your values and then, well, the decision is very quick, very fast. And, uh, our values is handmade, uh, Europe uh, made, and things like this. No, we really uh, uh, like uh, win-win relationships um, with our providers. And when I saw what everything is going, that that everything that was going on, I say, well, you know, our values is more in, is more update than ever, because now people is like they realize that if they don't, uh, I don't know if you have the same feeling in the States, but they realize that if they don't buy uh, European or if they don't pay a little bit more to have quality stuff, one day you won't have any more carpenters in Europe or you won't have any production at all. You will have to import everything from China. And uh, I don't have anything against China, but, you know, we have so many great people here and... uh, 
with a, a very important know-how. Uh, you know, I had a, once I went to Denmark to the three days of design and I, I, I went to a store and I saw the prices were so high. And uh, I was talking to the lady and I asked her, uh, can I ask you who are your clients? Is really like very wealthy people or very old, which age and things like this. I always like to ask this kind of weird questions to people. And then she said, uh, you know, you will be amazed here in Denmark, people, if they don't have that much, they put money aside, but they buy one piece of furniture for all their life almost, you know. Mm. And then, you know, we try to drink Danish milk because otherwise we won't have Danish cows anymore in our fields. And those kind of things. And I say, wow, this is so smart from these people. These are good mm-hmm. conversations we're going to have thanks to COVID. Not that I'm I'm not grateful for COVID, but there are some good things that are kind of come out of it. And maybe that's one of them. For sure, for sure. And we like to go and see, uh, you know, when we work with a brand, uh, we like to go and see behind the scenes. Huh? So we like to, to see how people really do the furniture that we buy. And when you have, when you explain your clients why you have chosen that sofa or that table, really they don't even discuss. They just say, ah, oh, yes, let's go for it. Yeah. They don't even look at the price anymore. You are telling them, you know, I went there and it's in the north of Italy and these people is uh, traditional. Uh, they work in a traditional way. In, in they respect their people. And it's really, it's, uh, first of all, it's co- coherent with our values. But on top of that, that really speaks to our clients. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a win-win for everybody. So good. I love that that's one of your values, win-win. And you know we like to end every episode with um, design intervention. What comes to mind? <laughs> I, I, I have to say I prepare this huh? because I know by her the podcast. So, well, I always say be the person you would like to encounter in everything you do. Be the client you would like to, be, to, to have. Be the uh, boss you would like to have. Be the partner who you would like to have and uh, if you try to 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 be the best version of yourself you can only attract uh, positive things and positive experiences and yeah life is so great if you work like this wow how how beautiful would the world be if that was everyone's philosophy i love that thank you <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so happy to spend time talking to you. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and insights with everybody. I hope that I will be in Brussels one day soon and we can have a real hug. Yes, me too. <laughs> I can see what you do. For me. You've inspired all of us. Thank you so much. I am, I am very, very happy of uh, being part of this community. Thank you again for what you do. You are very funny and you are also very thoughtful. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, amazing to be able to talk to you from so far. And you will come to Brussels, I'm sure, and I will come to the States or to Canada one day and we will be able to, to do a real hug. Yes, good. I love it and I look forward <laughs> to it. Thank you for being a part of the Business of Design community. If you love what you hear on the podcast, take the next step by signing up at businessofdesign.com. As our thank you, you'll gain access to Business of Design's 15-step project management strategy, a free introductory course which includes three Business of Design systems you can implement for immediate results.
And when you're ready for success, a Business of Design membership, monthly or annual, will dramatically improve your business and your life. What are you waiting for? Together, we will achieve extraordinary results. Start today 